going live. And we're live. And we're recording. And I hate starting every podcast like that, but that's what happens. I have to let you know. That's fine. All right. Here so, we go. Uh, is that Tangerine Dream soundtrack floating in your head still? From this movie? Yes. 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 It is. I sent you a video earlier. I'm like, it, it needs. A, it's begging for a rapper to, to shred over top of it. I'm sure somebody has because you and I are not the rap aficionados that we pretend to be. I don't know, Dick. So you're okay, pretty okay. expanded in music. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, there's there's guys out there that know rappers, and that's definitely not me. I, li- I like my stable of rappers, but I don't really venture out that far from the cave. Right. Or the stable, in my example. <laughs> um, the, get, the ghetto. <laughs> okay, I didn't want to go there, but... The no, it's, it's just, uh, it, it, it's, it is, it's good music. I, I enjoyed the soundtrack of this movie. What movie and are we now, talking about? We're talking about Michael Mann's first cinematic achievement, Thief, 1981, Jimmy Kahn, Jim Belushi, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tuesday Wells, uh, who's pretty hot in this movie for some reason. She's like middle-aged in this movie, but she looks pretty good. The old man from uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. And Gremlins 2, the new batch. Yeah. Playing a very awful evil man. And apparently he's never not been elderly. No, well, it's his first movie. Yeah. He said he's like 50. And I was like... What's his name? It's uh, got to be like 70. Uh, what, what's his name, in the, his real name? It's something I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't know why. I'm getting older. I that is names. Robert Prosky. Prosky, that's right. I gotta check my Prosky. <laughs> yeah, he was 50 in this. Wow. He died at age 77, 1930 yeah. to 2008. Um, Dead Man Walking, Broadcast News. He's, I guess he got some great movies under his belt. Last Action Hero. Yeah, no, he did de- a lot de- of stuff. Deleted yeah. from that movie, apparently. Death to Smoochie. Yeah, I remember that. Um, bum, bum, Mad City. We're gonna. You're, I'm gonna send men to turn your woman inside out, rape her five <laughs> times from Sunday, and she'll get raped by N words and S words. I didn't think oh, that man. quote, his line that when he said that, I didn't think that was necessary in Mrs. Doubtfire, but <laughs> that's very strange. I, I, he, he's telling right. that little girl from uh, Matilda that, and she's like, oh, "Okay." Talking about Sally Field, which is just like, "Wow, that's rough." Uh, he's in Rudy. Yes. Bunch of TV shows, Gremlins too, obviously. He's in a oh. wrote episode. He's in the Thief or Thief. He's in the Heist from 1989. Aha. Broadcast News. Alfred Hitchcock presents The Natural. The Keep. Oh, he's in. He's in the follow up here. Yeah, The Keep, which is the movie I don't want to really watch. It has a 5.7. It's a bad one. <laughs> Even Quentin Tarantino went off saying that was a piece of shit. He was in the Brinks job. Oh, there you go. That's a John Landis movie, right? No, Freakin'. That's Freakin'. Freakin'. The Brinks job? I don't remember. Yeah. Jabberwocky, the TV show. Yeah, he's in a, he's from stuff from 1971, but this is his first movie. Right. Like he did TV stuff, and he was a theater actor, I think. Apparently, he did it before The Brinks job, because that came out in right. 78. So right, yeah. There's some, there's some credits there that are beyond yeah. the fourth thief. Yeah. Uncredited, but... Oh, let's do this.
How long did it take you to put that together? That's a lot of different songs that you had to cut and paste. Not really that many because I had them all in my head. And everything. Oh, even better. Because I can just play the YouTube video and record straight from there, so it really didn't take that long. Oh, okay. Well, that works out. Yeah, it, it was pretty quick. I wanted um, to think you worked hard on something. Not on that. I did on some other stuff. I mean, yeah, I, I, played stuff, one, yeah. I played one last week that I worked hard on. Remember that spaceship thing? Yes. The little space battle with the VHS oh, oh, yes. I remember that. Yeah, it's very good. That stuff's fun, though. <laughs> I don't like cutting audio. Cutting audio is not fun. Nobody thinks it's fun. No, that's probably the biggest pain in the ass it has to be. Yeah, it's like... Uh, it's like, what, oh, you're a writer? That must be fa- that must be fascinating. Like, no, it's boring as shit. Yeah, you're you're by yourself, and yeah, if you, if you get anything done, you're lucky, and then it's just like, yeah, it's no point. You buy but, my book. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, you, uh, buy my book. <laughs> we didn't make a commercial for it. Obviously, I didn't have any time. Um, oh, so much so I didn't have time that last night I was like, fuck. Forgot I gotta watch this movie today, like by tomorrow. Yes. God damn it! And I I start watching it, and the only it's on it's on Tubi. And oh, was it? Yeah, it's on Tubi and the other one, uh, Pluto TV. Oh, but Pluto TV Pluto. is not oh, working okay. right now. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know what's going on with it, but but Pluto TV had the subtitles, but oh, I had to watch on Tubi, and there's no subtitles, which I I like. I watch every movie with subtitles. And I really wish this one did because there's a lot of whispering. Yes, there is. And Jimmy Khan is, Jimmy Khan is, is Jimmy Khan is putting on a performance in this movie. Oh yeah. But I guess do you want to go into why you picked this? What, what about this made you uh, want to talk about it? Well, it's just because uh, we always talk about Michael Mann and Heat and Michael Mann and, and, and Black Hat. We never talk about Black Hat. But he did apologize publicly about ruining, almost ruining uh, Chris Hemsworth's <laughs> career, career over yeah. that movie. Um, but you know, Michael Mann's one of those directors that you're just like, is he as good as people say he is? Yes. He's pretty solid. He's pretty good. He's in my top five, six, probably. I, I like him. I, I like Manhunter. I like uh, uh, Last of the Mohicans. I like, of course, Love Heat. Mammy Vice, eh, not so much. Collateral is good. See, I'm on the opposite side where I I like Miami Vice and you Public Enemies, but I don't really care for. I like the style of Manhunter, but I find the movie incredibly boring. It is boring, and, and if you saw Red Dragon and, yeah. and and the show, it's it's a much better representation of that story. But yeah, it's Red Dragon's a better movie, better entertainment movie. But I'd much rather watch Manhunter. Yeah, even though I don't think it's as good as. <laughs> If that makes any sense, it's just because of the Do style. Do you see? The style of Michael Do you Mann. see? <laughs> it's because Paul Noonan, there's that uh, Tom Noonan, yeah. Tom Noonan factor. You can't take your eyes off. It, of yeah, there's a lot going on in that movie. <laughs> he's just a very attractive man. Yeah, he's a he's a sex symbol <laughs> for the ages. <laughs> he's a sex symbol. I bet you his so- his cock is uncircumcised. I bet he has a foot long dong, and it's like <laughs> oh, abs- pencil thin abs- though. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a representation of his body. <laughs> Just this yes. long rope hanging down from him. I, I like the fact that Michael Mann, he like a lot of other act directors, he works with the same actors in a lot of his movies. The same guys show up. Yeah, he uses a lot of same guys, and he's pretty loyal that way. And but on this movie, which interesting, because I watched it. I bought I bought the Criterion, uh, and bought it on Wednesday. Got it Thursday. Watched it Thursday night. 
So I just got it and watched it again. And you watched the special features too, right? You said I watched the special features. Not much on there. Yeah. Basically, an interview with Jimmy Khan, which was awesome, which was 10 minutes long, which unfortunately should have been longer. Yeah. And then a 25-minute conversation with, with Michael Mann. And then there's a, there's a interview with Tangerine Dream, which I did not watch. Oh, yeah. And then that was it. And there's a commentary from 1995 on the comment. On Who, the who's on the commentary? Jimmy Khan, Michael Mann. And, or maybe it was 2005. I think it said 95, though. It was some recording from some film festival where they talked about the movie in detail. So it was like a long time ago. Oh, like, I don't know where, where they fucking found that. So it's probably cut up and then put on top of the movie. I think so. More yeah, so than like, actual yeah, commentary. It's, yeah, it's probably like long breaks in between where it's like, tell me about this thing, Michael. But funny that you mentioned Tangerine Dream in the interview. You did. Uh, no, I mean, you're saying that you like, you like the soundtrack. I do. stuck in your head, yeah. Michael Mann doesn't know if he likes it or not, even to this day. It's, it's, a, it's a bold choice. He, he said he was going to use jazz. He likes jazz music. He's a big jazz guy. Hmm. And he said Tangerine Dream was just a little too modern for him. And he was like, even to this day, he's like, I don't know if that should have been the, the choice I made on that one. I don't know. I, I think it adds, Chicago. it adds a nice element to it. It does. I, I like it. I think it works. And it, it works for this. It doesn't work for Legends, if you go back. And yeah. Tangerine Dream Legend soundtrack. Is a little like, I like the Jerry Goldsmith soundtrack better. It's, um, it did set like the Michael Mann synth score in, in motion. Because he does have his early movies especially. Because oh, yeah. he's the Miami Vice guy. Yes. And that carries over through Miami Vice. And I'm noticing while watching this... He didn't stray too far away from the same characters and same ideas for, for the first part of his career. Until he got heat out of his system. He's like, all right, got that out of my system finally. I, I like perfected that thing I was going for. Now I'm going to move on. And he, and he made a TV movie that basically is a yeah. precursor to Heat. It's Cause, the same movie. Because Thief is basically, uh, J- James <laughs> Conn's character is basically uh, De Niro's character in, th- in right. Heat. Pretty much the and same he's got, idea. The TV movie that we talked about last week, and yeah. we didn't want to talk about the actual. We brought it up last week, I should say. But it's just like the same ideas, and he's like slowly perfecting it, and then comes out with Heat, which is both like we both love that movie so much. Gotcha. And, yeah, masterpiece. Yeah. And then he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go do other stuff now." Yeah, I'm gonna. Do, I did last Mohicans. I got that on my system. <laughs> yeah. Now I can do Heat. Yeah. Some something about working with Daniel Day Lewis. Lewis, he's like, oh, oh, the cop and the bad guy. Oh. Can you imagine if Dan Day Lewis was in Heat? What would he be if he was? I if had he was coffee Ralph? with Macaulay half an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Can't watch my fucking TV, Ralph. <laughs> you can bore my wife, but you can't watch my fucking TV. <laughs> I would love it if he played Ralph and he's just in there for one scene to go. I, yeah. Poor Ralph, who had no idea she was married. Exactly. It's just like, I had no fucking idea, man. I'm sorry, Al Pacino. She wasn't wearing the ring, and she hid. you don't have any shit at home. Yeah, there's no pictures on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Xander Berkeley. I, I know she has a suicidal daughter that is going to get hot and divorced. And then she's really annoying. Now. Oh, she's a fucking horrible. I, I, I hate Nellie. Nellie Portman, like, I remember, like, you should be my crush growing up. And then you got to know her, like, personality. It's like, oh, God, she's awful. Yeah, I I agree. I had a crush on her. 
Mine wasn't the personality. It was, I started watching some of her movies, and I'm like, she's, she's, too, she's not a good actress, is she? No, she's not. She was she a good, good kid actress. Right. Her ears, I, I noticed one movie, I noticed her ears are like at an angle, like normal ears, and hers are like this. And I'm like, oh my God. that's all I could focus on after that. And I was like, oh, she's, mm. she's terrible, isn't she? Yeah, she's getting closer. I'll give her closer. Yeah, she's good. She definitely is good in movies. She can. She be. just keeps doing the same thing. Yeah, well, like well, Red Letter Media, she she cries. She acts like a retard. She cries, and that's all she can do. Okay, that's her range. I found a picture of her ears. <laughs> oh, good. I'm curious how to see this. <laughs> it's been bugging me for years. They're just like very sideways. She got like elf ears. Look at those things. Yeah, it's almost lovely. at a ninety degree angle. Yeah, it's kind of weird. She should get an ear job. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Yeah, fucking uh, unbelievably ugly woman because of her <laughs> yeah, ears. No, yeah. I'm gonna judge her on her ears. Ruin my time. no. It's uh, I feel so bad for actresses. It just constantly they're already oh, judged God. enough by the time they get to the screen. And exactly. Got to yeah, deal with right. dudes like us who are unfuckable. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, baby, you've got want some of this, right? You're like a Shoot. nine point two, you fix, ugly bitch. Fix your fucking ears, you eight. Yeah. Fucking loser. I'm sure she's a sweetheart. No, but it's just awful. She's an awful <laughs> human being. Uh she just got divorced. Her her husband, I think they were she was cheat he was cheating on her and she was probably in an open relationship anyway. That's what actors do. He's just staring at her ears when she sleeps. So she, what I marry you pretend to sleep. I don't know why he's, he's, he's yeah, Daniel it's, Lewis she, she was married to Daniel Day Lewis for a little while. I can't be married to you anymore. Because he's 60 and she's, what, 40? It's very strange. But... I, want to be a, I want to be a haberdasher now. I can't look at you in the face anymore. I'll kick you with my left foot. In the name of my father. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take you back to the gangs of New York so you can get out of my face. Are you going to take our child out of here? Why don't you carry him in a basket? He'll be... Don't say it, honey. Don't say it, honey. A phantom thread. <laughs> a phantom in a... Yeah, he's a phantom thread. Oh, God. A bastard in a basket. I tried to watch Phantom Thread. Couldn't do it. I did the same thing with Inher Inherit Vice. I watched that in the theater. I saw that all the way through. I think I've seen it twice. I was just... And like I told you before, you need to watch that one scene where Buffy Phoenix sees the eight, the uh, heroin baby and he scrits the funniest shit. And he screams... And out of utter terror, he screams, and he, like, composes himself. It's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you can find that scene, actually. Let's, you should look that up. Let's crop that out. Actually, yeah, look that up. Um, Inherent Vice. Uh, I can't uh, play it for you because our YouTube thing. Oh, there's, well, you just, just play it, and I want to see your reaction on your end. Just type that scene in. The Inherent Vice scream, it should be. Uh, Something like that. Heroin baby, or I don't know. <laughs> That'll be a fun Google search. Something like that. In the hair. FBI will have you have a team on your door. Excuse me, sir. You were looking up inherent advice videos. That's against the law. Because that movie is. Oh, here it is. Okay. Is uh, <laughs> well, I should have met cute, but we actually met. Oh God! It's got another woman I thought was super attractive in one movie, and then bugged bug the shit out of me. Oh, which one? The Donnie Darko girl. The Major No. Well, her too. Um. 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 <laughs> Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, Fallen. that girl. Down at Oscars. How far should I go Sandra? here? I can hear it. Can you really? Yeah. Oh, I did fix it then. 
I can hear it. Yay, yeah, I play. did it. <laughs> push play again. I had just run into this bathroom stall without checking yep. first. Yeah, I can I... hear it. Okay, good, good. So f fast forward, she's going to hand him a picture. And that's when the, that's when you got to watch it. That's when she hands okay, the okay. Picture. here's the picture. This is what we had her looking like. Everybody hopefully pointed out how the hair was actually coming through my breast milk. But... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. form, though, you know? It's a yeah, that's the best. That's the best part of the movie. That that mm -hmm. in James Brolin eating or Josh Brolin eating pancakes at a Japanese restaurant. Like everybody hopefully pointed out how the heroin was actually coming through my breast milk. But ah! <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is. I love him. I, he has surprisingly very good uh, comedic timing. Oh, Joaquin Phoenix is a genius. He's just an idiot. He's just insane. All right, hold on one second here, but yeah, he's an insane person. Yeah, well, I think he also leans into that that uh, kind of caricature of him. Well, because he did that movie, the the, the what was it, the um, but I'm not there movie. Ever, did you ever watch that? No, I don't think anyone did. <laughs> no one did. I saw it. I, it's bizarre. It's very. It's awkward. Everyone. It's he calls prostitutes and he's doing coke off their tit. And it's just like, oh, this is weird. Well, everyone believed that it was real when he's like, he's lost his mind. I'm like, no, he's doing a bit. Like, clearly he's yeah, doing a bit. This is Andy Kaufman, yeah. jokey shit. Like, and, that's what he's doing. And I think because we were in Andy Kaufman, I'm like, we, I think we both recognized that it wasn't him actually right. being crazy. He was doing oh, like absolutely. a Crispin Glover thing. Crispin Glover played into that too. Yeah. Like, I'm the big weirdo. Look at me. Right. Kind of yeah. a Tom Green kind of did a similar thing. He was just. We know way out there with it. I'm Crispin Glover. I talk like this. <laughs> it's not a bad uh, Crispin Glover impression. <laughs> Everything is like a half orgasm, but I'm offended and shamed at myself at the same time. I don't like confrontations. I was wearing something I shouldn't have been wearing. Oh. What was that? I didn't even notice. Nothing. Nothing. Oh my oh my god, is it not trouble in paradise, is there? No, no, no. Just uh I like to separate work and uh Oh show. oh was the name bad something <laughs> Oh I see. Get your yeah, information no. watching this now, what's up? We had two viewers, now we have zero. I think they saw it and they immediately called your work. It must have been it. You have to fire this man. So thief. Yes. Um I do agree with Michael Mann, going back to the music. I do agree that with Michael Mann, for some scenes, the music did seem out of place. Because it's like this building song, and I'm like, kind of like at the end, too, it's kind of standing out. Um, I'm trying to find the scene. The scene I sent you was like toward the end. Oh, the... Um... Uh, when he was blowing up his, his businesses. Yeah, because like yeah, it kind of it crescendos and has that weird shot when he blows up the bar. It has like that yeah. weird slow motion explosion shot. And that's right here. It's an odd here's the choice. Bar. Okay, here's the bar. So, plot line in the movie, because a lot of people haven't seen this. Do you want to get into that? Uh, do you want to do a quick run through? Or I can. Uh, yeah, can. Well, it's, it it's, it's pretty, pretty stand. Standalone story. Jimmy Khan is a professional thief. He's been out of prison for four years. He went to prison for ten. 
basically he, he went to prison for stealing $40 and he got an altercation in prison because he was going to be part of this like fuck train. Yeah. And he, and he beat him. He basically killed somebody to get out of it. He did admit he, that he killed him because he goes, and you know, as soon as he was gone, he, uh, and then he died. Yeah. <laughs> it's like says it at the end of the speech. I was like, damn, yeah, like, okay. Yeah. Well, he died. Not that you know, he was you know, going to be missed. Nobody's going to miss him. So. Nobody's going to miss this guy. <laughs> you know, you 400, 400 pounds and 20 pounds of shit or something like that. Yeah. describing the guy. But yeah, and then he gets, he, and then his, his mentor is Willie Nelson. I love that. Willie Nelson just shows up for a minute. And, and he was great. Dies. Yeah, he's good. He died? Yeah, he died. Don't okay. you remember that part? No, no. Um, I will. I was going to mention at some point, I had to watch the first half of the movie on my phone, which I oh, hate okay. doing. Oh, but I, yeah, it was terrible. the only time I could make it to the show on time and, yeah. and still watch the movie. So I didn't see Willie Nelson die, no. Okay, well, that happens toward the end. Is it really? Like, kind of in the middle. Of the, it's kind of like the act two. Uh, when everything starts to fall apart, basically, it's the it's the act two fail. Basically, I went downstairs and watched the rest of the movie when there was like forty minutes left on Pluto, which means like okay. thirty minutes left of actual movie. So I guess I watched the first hour or whatever on my phone. Yeah, it's a two hour four minute movie. Yeah, with with Pluto though, they add in the commercial time. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's yeah, it's it's stupid, but uh, I mean, yeah, so Pluto, how many commercials do they have on it? So, not that many. It would yeah. play up a lot, and then it would just. But this, I hate when commercials on streaming are just like, like oh, here's the movie. It's like, I said, yeah. you know, we're gonna do. And then it's sign up for the new Visa. And it's like, oh my god, I'm like super. Buy loud. my product, you fuck. Yeah, it's like ten times the volume. I'm like, yeah. I'm um, sorry. Continue. And I thought that was an FCC thing. They couldn't do that, but they do it all the time. It's like a Monty Python sketch. Yeah, they raise the volume on the Andy Kaufman. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. think something's wrong yeah. with your TV. <laughs> and so, and, and, and Jimmy Khan just divorced his wife, which is off screen. He has affairs. He's not a very good husband, but he decides at this moment to change his life. He meets up with Tuesday Welds. Yes. I didn't want to interrupt, but are you talking oh, about no, Jimmy Khan or are you talking about the character? Jimmy Khan's character. Well, okay. In real life, he was that, already divorced about three or four times. That's why I want to. Slow down yeah. and specify. Okay. Living at the Playboy Mansion for about six yeah. years. And then deciding, now I gotta fix my life problem. But he goes. And then um, Scott, he shit out Scott. Yeah. He got point. Scott out. And Scott's a good man, though. I saw his, yeah. I saw his Michael. Just, He's a good guy. I'm just fucking with Scott. him. I like Scott Con a lot. He, he, he was like, that's pretty cool. He turned out to be a pretty decent dude. He's got a good sense of humor. Yeah, he's funny. He's, he's a good dude. Um, but. Um, Dave, he's trying to he's trying to course correct his life now. He's got like in his head, he wants to do like four more scores and then retire and get out of the job. He doesn't want to steal anymore, but he takes down high end scores like you know six figures plus deals. Yeah. and he does his own thing. Very De Niro esque. He very same idea. Say, same exact character. Same character meets up with a lady, decides to fall in love. Yeah. Hey, if anything goes wrong, I gotta be able to step away. And he does the exact same thing; just walks away from her. Only this, he goes, "Get the fuck out." Well, no, and that's it. They talked about that in the interview, in the interview because he goes, Michael Mann was like, "Jimmy Conn's playing a character that basically is conditioned to when everything goes to shit, you drop everything." Yeah, like that's that's your that's your 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 discipline. Yeah, you are out. Like you are done. Anyone connected to you is done. 
you have to drop it and it's it's over because you're done you're dead he thinks he's gonna die yeah that's why he does that because he does he's, he doesn't want to live anymore he's gonna die he's gonna go you know go attack prosky and he's gonna he's expecting to die and he doesn't spoiler alert <laughs> but we'll get to that like, yeah. oh shit he just walks away and that's the end of the movie that, that is and definitely oh, something shit. i want to talk about but we'll, yeah, I got, we'll get there great, when we get there and this is actually i think this is um um a great character actor's first movie not jim belushi because i don't really care for him willie nelson uh, willie nelson i think actually this might be his first movie dennis farina dennis farina i figured that's who you're up, gonna bring up yeah he, he shows up as a as a boy uh uh, lineless henchman, and he's was and just like wow. Was Farina in the movie before the end shootout? Yes. Okay, yes. I did. Oh, not... so you didn't? Okay, so you saw the scene where Prosky's talking to him on the ground on the floor, right? Yeah. Okay, so you saw that whole scene, and you saw him dump Jim Belushi's body, right? Yes, in in the okay. water or the so acid, or whatever the hell that was. Did you not see Jim Belushi get killed? <clears throat> I did. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah, I didn't get to watch it that clearly. I'll say that I was Dennis, I, I Dennis was trying so one, hard yeah. to watch this and pay attention, but Dennis Frain is the one that shoots Jim Belushi. Okay, good, thank you. So he shot he shot him with the big gun. I blows him away. That's who does it. I was like, God, I want to watch this, but I'm like, you know, I got the kid waking up, and then I'm trying to yeah. do other stuff, but I'm like, eh, eh, I'm trying, and I keep rewinding because I'm like, I'm not missing the scene, so I have to right. keep rewinding and then watching the scene again and be like, no. oh, I actually didn't miss anything. Like I was getting pissed, but. No, I was fine. like, I'm gonna sit down and rewatch this movie again, like for sure. Oh, that's yeah. I'm glad I bought it on Criterion. I was it's fun to buy it. It's a fun hangout movie, like because there's not a whole lot going on, but it's just a fun yeah. atmosphere to to hang out in. Yeah. Did you see the adoption scene though? The adoption agency scene. Yes. Movie? Saw that. Okay, where he goes. Give us a black, black cheek baby that nobody wants. We'll take that one. Yeah, he's, he, that. he's like, you got a black one. Jew baby back there. We'll take that one. Yeah. Like, oh my God, James Gunn. There's got to be a lot of babies that nobody wants. We'll take it. He he lists like every every combination of possible ethnicities oh, for a baby they'll take, and she's like, no. So funny. So then they got to go and, and get so, a black okay, so market you, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you see, you saw that scene? Then Robert Prosky said, "I can get you a baby." I didn't see that. Then it showed scene? up with a baby, and I I was like, all right, okay. I guess they got him a baby, and I assume it was black market. Okay, Rob. Rob yeah. Could, yeah, he, go, he goes and see. I'm Robert so mad Prosky, at how much I missed. Prosky goes, look, hey, yeah. Pr- Prosky tells him, look, your family. You work for me. Your family. You, you, what do you want? Like, you want a kid? You 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 want to have? A, you're having a problem with adoption? I'll get you a kid right now. He goes, I got people black market babies that I can buy them, and they sell them all the time. He goes, you can do it. You can get a black market baby and give me a. Yeah, which one do you want? You want a black baby? You want a white baby? You want a brown baby? I get you whatever you want. I guess you take you three of them. What do you want? I'll get you two tonight. And that's what he said. I take care of my people. I wonder if it's and that's when um and and they get the kid and that's why at the at the table in the Chinese restaurant yeah. Jimmy Conn's You're all so messed lucky. up. It's before before yeah, that, that scene, uh Willie Nelson died before that moment. What the fuck? And that's why she says, What was his real name? And he said David. She goes, let's name him David. He goes, David. He goes, I heard yeah. that part. Hey, his I did, name's David. I didn't know yes, they were talking about Willie Nelson. Nelson. Okay. That's I'm, why. Yeah, I that's hate that, coming to the show unprepared about. and missing scenes, but apparently this that's is fine. This is a section of the movie I missed a little bit. Yeah, so it's like a four-minute part of the movie because yeah, they, they get, he gets a call and he has to run, and 
Yeah, it's it's actually that's the scene because Broski tells them I can get you a kid. He he gets the phone at the bar and the bar phone the phone tells him oh Willie Nelson's in the hospital. He goes to the hospital that after that moment. Is it this scene? Yes, before uh, yeah after that right after this scene he goes to Willie Nelson. Okay. What is this, dear fucking Abby? You're trying to adopt a kid. It's funny I heard that line, but I didn't real I didn't hear the rest of it apparently. Right. So this scene and the next one are the ones I missed. Okay, yeah, this is this is him telling them, I can get you a baby, I can get you one right now. What, what do you want? I take care of my people. Like he talks about I take care of my people, cool. your family. Bubble energy, wham bam, magic sand, there's something sacred there. He looks so much like my grandpa. <laughs> my mom's dad. Oh wow. When I told you uh, we talked about this a while ago, I don't know if you remember, but uh one hour photo with Robin Williams. Oh my god. He looks just like my grandpa. It's creepy. Oh Jesus. But this is in the same vein. With, uh, that's hilarious. That's my act. And they're at a bar too, so that that's really helpful. They're at his bar. They're, they're at Jimmy Conn's bar. Yeah. Yeah, right here. Oh man, I completely missed this. <laughs> yeah, because the lawyer called him and he just got out of the hospital. Or he just got out of the, the joint. Okay. And he he dropped down on the stairs, leaving the prison. And it's funny because now that I see this, I remember like this, looking down at my phone and being like, oh, and then not really registering it. <laughs> but, right. Okay, uh, that's, that's good to know. Yeah. All right, so let's get to, because we want to play that music here in the, the blowing up the car or the diner. So Jimmy, or sorry, he dies. What happens from there? He gets the baby. They, uh, they name him David. He does the he does the heist and they that's why I messaged you I'm like I now know how to break into a safe because exactly. you you watch the entire thing <laughs> like and how big is that fucking soldering rod that's a well, fucking twenty feet long all this spray. shit behind me on my side is is the flames from the blowtorch yeah. where they're breaking yeah, exactly. into the safe yeah, you literally watch awesome. them like go from all the way left all and slowly I just love the, the just the technical side of this movie yeah. I was just like, that's how you do it. You just like find out, hey, it's made out of this metal, this steel. What can cut through that? This'll... I can cut cut through it in like half an hour with this temperature, and just that's all you can do. You can't bypass the locks. All you have to like, all you can do is cut it in half. I that's love. All you can do. They're sit, They're cutting it, and they're like working on the 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 alarm system there in the ceiling and stuff. Yeah, and then. Once once Jimmy Khan's part is done and the other guys break into the safe, he just sits in a chair, and smokes and smokes and just stares at him. And I was like, yeah. "This is so good as an actor. Like, this is the yeah. I don't know. I just, I love just he just well just apparently watches. um remember the beginning of the movie where he he's uh, breaking into the safe yeah at the beginning I guess he really did that because he was he was doing the scene and the the guys that were the technical. Uh, advisors on the movie who are in the movie, the the thieves who are professional thieves were the cops, were the crooked cops. Those were the oh, thieves, really? real thieves. Yeah, those were real thieves. That in John Santuki. Yeah. <laughs> the, and, and the other guy, the guy that uh, said uh, 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 Jimmy Con, the last cop that talks to him, and Jimmy Con goes, "Why don't you work for a living and take your own scores?" Yeah. That's the other thief. That's the other real life thief. And I guess Michael Mann said he met these guys 
and they're just they're, they're geniuses and like even jimmy Khan was like these guys could be physicists they're smart they just wanted to steal they just stole and they never they never worked with guns they never hurt anybody it was all insurance back jobs so like whoever they robbed they'd be covered by insurance and that's why they were just like respected like cops yeah you could arrest them but they all the cops and the thieves got along because it was, a, it was business yeah it was a job and the and the look the thieves though were so fucking smart like they could break anything and basically jimmy Khan was like i was so enamored by these guys because they're just they're nice guys they're fun guys and they're just smart like they could do anything they could have been like he said they could have been physicists but they chose to be thieves it's like you know that, that's what they were like these guys were just the, the intelligent guys yeah could figure he goes anything a man can make a man can break and that's what he basically <laughs> said he's like oh, that's it's true cool. and I, he goes I'm looking at that uh, guy sorry go ahead no but just uh, that the opening jimmy Khan really did break open that safe and I, everybody goes hey jimmy they were all they're all clapping <laughs> and he goes that was like the proudest day as an actor i ever was on yeah <laughs> and then he goes i got to use it in real life because he goes my sister god rest his soul um uh she had a she had one in my house i bought her a house and it had a safe in the floor and she locked it she couldn't open it and she said jimmy can you open this safe because you, you were an act you were a thief for that one movie don't you know how to open these things and he said actually yeah and he did it and he felt he was like oh i was proud to do that for my sister that's hilarious good for him and this is uh, produced by his brother which we found out just yeah by figuring out the last name as soon as I started last night, I was watching the credits, and I, I forget his name by now, but... Ronnie Khan? Ron, like yeah, Ronnie... It, it just Ronnie said, or Robbie? It just said Ronnie Khan. I'm like, who the fuck is Ronnie Khan? So we looked it up, Ronnie and I'm like... Khan. It's basically like his very identical-looking older brother, from what right, I could tell. Yeah. And then I found pictures of him and Scott Khan, and I was like, oh, they right, got like yeah. a little family thing going on here. That's cool. <laughs> I didn't know they... I didn't. I didn't know about this guy. Yeah, no, apparently, yeah, he, he's a real-life thief, and he worked with Michael this Mann guy. a lot and John Santucci, yeah. I do see his get? first movie was Thief. He did then, then did Crime Story with Farina, which I'm wondering right. if he met him on this and, and decided to work with him. He's on Miami Vice, the show. Yeah. Then he was in L.A. Takedown, but then he yeah, didn't work he, with Michael Mann again as far as acting goes. Let's look up additional crew, Crime Story. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, I'm that, sure he. I'm sure he was like a technical advisor, a bunch of stuff, and just you don't hear about it. I love that. Yeah, I tell you how to rob that place. There's a whole. There's a whole scene where the cops try to shake him down, and he freaks the fuck out on him. He's like, "Yeah, you're gonna buck me, buck me, or get the fuck off my car." And he drives off. And yeah, get the fuck off my car. <laughs> yeah, because the guy <laughs> keeps going. The, <laughs> the cop keeps going. How much you pay for this? Where do you get right, this? Yeah. He's like, "Go to a fucking car dealer." <laughs> like, he drives off and then later they do the heist and then he, he gets he goes back to his boss and he's like when this is a scene where they kill uh uh jim where they're like jim belushi where they're like you don't play the game you didn't pay off the cops at all you didn't do this you didn't do that and he's just like so uh, your partner's dead because of you and then we're gonna kill your wife and kid and that's yeah. you know don't fuck with us basically and then he just goes into like fire mode <laughs> He blows everything up. <laughs> blows but, everything but that, he owns yeah. down. And basically, that's Michael Mann saying this is him degrading to the to the prison, his prison cell where nothing matters. He's dead. He's a walking dead man. And he accepts yeah. it. And he's just like, this is it. I'm gonna go kill these guys and die in the process and move on. And that's it. That's my life. It's over. Yeah. And he, 
actually comes out okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he, like you said, I don't think he planned on living, but it's like no. kind of nice that he did. Hold yeah. On. Let me share my the, the movie, not so much the. There we go. Talking about the the music here. All right. that preamble just to get to this. <laughs> Like, this is an actual rock song, at least. This is, this is where I don't agree with Michael Mann because I think they did a good job in the music because it like turns into almost like the the neon hum of lights like this. Right. Yeah. I think it's perfect. I don't know. I I really the music was other than the, like just the shots that Michael Mann does, which has always been one of my favorites. Uh, favorite just filmmakers just because of his he knows how to he knows how to shoot a scene. Uh, the music was definitely oh, yeah, no, definitely sure. up there as far as one of my favorite parts yeah. of the movie. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know why he wouldn't like it. Well, he goes back and forth on it. He seemed to be kind of just hesitant. He's like, yeah. Because he used them again for Manhunter. Yeah. So it's not like he didn't get along with them. So, he, like, yeah, like you said, he always uses a kind of synth score. Because Insider had... Oh, Insider. Fucking another Michael Mann masterpiece. That's another one I need to I rewatch. About that one. That's... Oh, God. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. That's a great yeah. movie. Yeah. Only, I've only seen that movie once. Browns and Brown and Williamson, the the insider uh, Tarantino talked about that movie. He goes, they make you a know, fucking. It's a movie about about corporatism and and and, and, and being a um, cigarette being execs, a, a whistleblower. Yeah, and it turns into this like thriller where they like put bullets in his, <laughs> yeah. in, his, in, his in his in his in his mailbox, which like, that didn't happen, but it works. It's you know it's Michael Mann. It works, okay, and, and like it's a great movie, <clears throat> but you know. Yeah, because he's comparing it to like the keep. He said the keep's an awful movie. Yeah, and like he did Thief, which was like amazing. When Thief came out, like he said, everybody copied Thief because of the wet roads. Yeah, this is the first movie where everything's wet. And Michael Mann talked about that. He said the reason he did wet cement and wet streets is because he wanted to feel like Jimmy Conn was in a prison in life, like in the city. The city was a prison. And he was a rat in a cage, basically. Hmm. So everything was reflective, meaning there was no, there was a ceiling, like there was no sky, because oh, you never no. see the sky. You see the water in the ocean. Like he, he loves water. Michael Mann always has a, like a motif with water. He loves like blue. He, he like blue. Oh, he loves blue. He loves blue. Ali, my, yeah. Ali, Ali is my, the biggest. <laughs> my, my, Miami Vice is a blue movie. Yeah. He he loves the blue filters, the blue blue shadow smoke in the blue. Yeah. He just loves that visual, and it does work most of the time, so it doesn't bother yeah. me. But Ali is the most obvious one for me because it's like so this scene's gold, and it cuts to just blue, and this goes right. back to gold. And you're like, God, stop it! <laughs> like, My eyes. <laughs> yeah, choose a different Please. color. <laughs> oh, I said I haven't. You know, I've never finished Ali. I need to watch. Oh, really? That one. Like I've never really sat down to watch that one. I just I think Will Smith bugs me. I think I just don't buy him as Muhammad Ali. Muhammad I, I, Ali I can't disagree a, with that. Like Muhammad Ali was such a huge 
character in life that it's just like I don't think anybody could really play him. I'm not trying to be because Will Smith did a good job. It's just it's hard for me to disconnect. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why for some for some reason like historical movies like like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Why well, I can't get behind that movie is because of that fake ending, the happy ending with the Manson family. Just like well, that's what Tarantino's what doing now. Tarantino, yeah, he like, has yeah. three movies where he's just doing a what's remix mm. history. And you're like, yeah, okay, mm. why? I don't know. It's just, it kind of makes me feel. Eh. That's why I hate uh, Inglorious Bastards. Part of the reason yeah, I don't, I don't care for. Not, not hate. I just, fine. I just find it real stupid toward the end. Yeah, it was disappointing. Yeah, I do. People love that. People movie, fucking think, love it. It's a masterpiece, bro. Do you think it's like a dude bro movie? I don't know what the hell it is, but I watch it and I'm like, I'm not entertained. I think it's stupid at the ending. I like the Christoph Waltz stuff. Yes. The Mike, Michael Fassbender and Christoph Waltz are good in that. And I love I love that he does the 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 opening scene is great. He does the yes. tension stuff really well. The the whole yes. that he does this, that stuff is all great. But the that's the movie. There's no like Right. plot really yeah it's just stuff happening and then there's an ending that we changed in real life they changed the, the real life ending i should say and they shoot everybody and you're like oh so it's a tarantino movie now do, do you think that the the um the big smack the big black mark on that movie is eli roth no i like the bear jew he didn't bother you with his no. Brooklyn accent he didn't bother me uh also uh uh, B.J. Novak was one of the bastards yes, he as was. well. He, he's, he's the only one that survives. <laughs> I, I don't mind the cast. The cast is not the issue. It's the right. It's the script for me. I just right. I don't care about what's happening. And then they kill Hitler, and you're like, oh, so that what, what am I watching? A movie from an alternate reality? Like I, I just right. don't understand the appeal yeah. of it. The, the necessity to get to the next scene is gone for me. Right, I just yeah, don't care. Sure. But that opening scene is fucking glorious. Like, you can't, I don't think you can deny that. That is a perfect opening scene. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah, and that's why I think when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is fucking great. This is yeah. great. And then the movie hit and starts, you're like, oh, oh, okay. It is perfectly paced, and the tension is, is palpable in that. Um, and, and Thief does have that tension rising, especially toward the end when, as soon as he has them on the ground and he's telling them what the, what he's gonna do, I'm like, okay, he's gonna he's just gonna go after yeah, them. He's done. He's, you don't fuck with Jimmy Khan. I didn't expect him to go home to his new wife, who he who he th- basically threatened to be a, a part of his life. Yeah. And he goes, all right, so uh, again, here's your stuff. All right. And she's like, sorry, what's going on? And he's like, no, no, you're leaving. <laughs> she's like, I, but I made a commitment. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Get out. Take, now you, take you, the kids out. I'm giving you. I'm giving you 170 thousand dollars in this box. Yeah. You give Joey outside. You, you give, give him thirty thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. for the third month. You give him twenty thousand for the first month. Twenty five thousand for the second month. Thirty thousand for the third month. And if you still, you know, he's gonna find a place for you to live. Don't ever call me again. Take the and, kid and fuck off. And as an audience. We know why he's doing it. It's because he right. cares about her. But she's just like, right. what the fuck? <laughs> like, and she basically wakes her up in the middle of the yeah. night. And at first, I'm like, wait, are they in a hotel? Oh, no. no, that's her house. Yeah, it was their house. He, he blows it up. <laughs> he As soon as she leaves, I don't think he even looked to see if the kid was still in the house. She blows the fucking up. house up. Blows up his restaurant. Blows up his car dealership. All his little yeah. fronts for his money. 
Everything connected to him is gone. It's on fire. It's done. And then he goes to the bad guy's house and for some reason knocks out the guard instead of killing him. But it was way noisier than if he just stabbed him or shot him. And then I love the fact that that Brodsky's wife is watching TV and he's in there and she just looks at him and goes, eh, whatever. Please go kill him. (laughs) I'm watching watching Wheel of Fortune. She's watching, uh, yeah, I was going to say Murder, She Wrote. Hey, Prosky's in this episode. <laughs> yeah. That's so surreal. It's like, hey. Yeah, we get a weird Tarantino twist. No, but uh, but what sets that up is uh, uh, Jimmy Kahn. He basically meets oh, up with Prosky because oh. Prosky wants to work with him and take scores with him. Put but a he pin says, in it. like, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he goes, because um, this is the setup for what why Jimmy Kahn works with this guy. He says, like, look. I want to work with you because you take down high-end scores and you have a name and you're good. How about you work for me? Look, if you could do three scores and you could back out and be done. He goes, well, oh, what? I don't want to work with you. He goes, look, I'll make you a millionaire by the time you're in four months, you'll be a millionaire. He says, this is high-end stuff. Nothing smaller than six figures, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, yeah, I'll think about it. Whatever. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, go join a fucking social club or whatever. Yeah. Go join a country club. I'll go fuck. He, goes, he walks away. He goes, you'll make a lot of friends. He's like, what? Are, if I'm making friends, I'm going to go to the fucking, uh, I go to the country club. Yeah. <laughs> friends. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I love that, that monologue I, that he has with Tuesday. Where he goes, I have $500 silk shoes or silk shirts. I got a, a gold watch. $800 suit. Yeah. I go through cars like guys go through socks. And he's like, I'm a thief. Yeah, a thief. And she, yeah. yeah, and then she does her whole like, how can, you, you live and you never know when you're, when you're gonna die and you can go to jail. Yeah. And she's like, so what? You're marrying me. She's like, okay, your life okay. sucks too. <laughs> your life is shit. This is saying, he he forces her to marry him, and then she's like, yeah. I'm in, I'm on board. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. She's like, what do you want, <laughs> poor lady? I want you to get out of here. He's like, I blow up this house. <laughs> poor lady was so confused. She's like groggy. Cause she wakes up and he's like, he talks in riddles when she wakes up. Yeah. He's like, it wasn't what they said it would be. So it can't yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that means, right? And she's like, that's yeah, very, it's very Jimmy Khan. No. He's I like, Jimmy Khan did this in real get life the fuck out. Lives. I think this is how he divorced all his wives. <laughs> Probably. This then he burned the house down. They, they know about me. They know what's going on. It's not what I wanted, but you got to go. All right. I want to, I want to play Take that. Scotty. Take Scotty, take him out of here. <laughs> I just want to play what he says to her when, when she wakes up, because it is in riddles. Okay, here it is. <laughs> it's so cold, too. She's like, oh, my God, he's so awful. Because he's just this cold. And she, she literally yells, does nothing mean anything to you? Get out. Don't you understand? <laughs> oh, it was right before that, damn it. 140, 139... Okay, here. Joseph. Just going to mute it here for a second because he does a phone call. All right, here we go. Frank? She's just waking up. Wake up the kid. Wake up the kid. Hmm? You're going away. It's not what was supposed to be. Can't be this way. <laughs> Don't you understand? That's what he says to her. <laughs> That's her explanation. 
Does that work in a breakup? I should have done that. Understandably, she goes, no, man, you got nothing. <laughs> what? Huh? Explain this to me like I'm not you, and I don't know what just happened. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a hardened ex-con out of prison. Go. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, your, do your improv style. Go. The way it is, it can't be. So, wake up the kid. You got to go. You got to go. You're 30, $137,000. Give Joey. You got to take care of it. Here's 20000 <laughs> Yeah, she month. does the math. He does huh? a bunch of complicated math while she's... She literally just huh? one second ago went... Can I have coffee? Did you make coffee for me before she you She fell asleep thing? right there. That we In that clip she shows, she goes... No. Huh? <laughs> like, yeah. Like she just uh-huh. took seven Ambien. If Twitter was around, she would have pulled a Roseanne bar. But no, <laughs> she she wakes up and Jimmy Khan's like, hit the road, toots. Oh man. <laughs> Poor lady. Um anyway, he sneaks into his house, he kills he, he knocks out the bad guy, he just really quickly shoots the, the bad guy. The, the main bad guy. Is this the only movie where the guy gets a headshot and he goes, Ah, <laughs> <laughs> He shoots him. He shoots him. He's okay. dying. He's slowly. He's coming up. He shoots him, and he's he's bringing the gun up. He's gonna shoot him again, and he, he will. Or will Ferrell. <laughs> Jimmy Khan blows him away. He goes ah. It's I hilarious. I did laugh pretty good during this because okay. Yeah, I was like, well, here I, it is. I don't think I've seen that in a movie since. This is the scene. Funny enough, when I went, God, he looks just like my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> just a drunken slob on the Dying. ground. Dying on the floor <laughs> like, with blood on yeah. his hair. God, Grandpa. Uh, uh. Fond, fond childhood memories. Oh, let me turn the sound back on. He does scream after he gets shot. He then, he goes, then he goes. Yeah, and he shake, yeah, shakes it's, it's a little bit. And then, then he goes. It's, that's really, it's fucking hardcore. It's like right up there with the level, the overacting level of Paul Rubens in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. A little yeah. bit. <laughs> you hear the music here, the Pink Floyd sounding music. Yes, it is Pink Floyd here, yeah. Probably don't get you you don't get this. I'm just going to show the, the uh, shoot in the head, then the scream. That's all I'm going to play. <laughs> Convulses for a minute, then oh, I'm dead, and the blood's gone from his head. <laughs> yeah, cause it looks like he shot him in the head, right? He did. Yeah, he did. And he goes ah. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess makes sense. I mean, you do, yeah, you, it's, it depends you on the caliber. Reaction, I guess that would make sense because they say if you cut your head off, you can see for half a second or thirty seconds or whatever. Yeah, but the thing with cutting off your head is your brain's not damaged. Right. This is your head. Just Bullet your going through your head. Yeah. <laughs> your brain yeah, is you, Swiss cheese. <laughs> you just you just got um, uh, uh, what do you call it from um, the Departed, where they got shot in the back of the head, and it was the um, God. She what, felt funny. On what it's called? You're a sick. You're a sick fuck, Francis. <laughs> you need advice. You need some help, Francis. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that movie. <laughs> Walks away in his mom, his mom jeans, <laughs> his leather coat and mom jeans. Out of nowhere, from the neighbor's house, Dennis yes. Farina with an assault rifle <laughs> comes hopping across, and he's like, and he falls down, all in slow motion, falls down, and then the guy, the guard who he knocked out with the milk, 
as far as I'm concerned. It's running you want away. A glass of milk? And he shoots that guy. That was bizarre. You want a glass of milk? Nah, nah, nah. It was right up there. When we watch Manchurian Candidate, we might do that next week. I still haven't decided. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, there's a great milk shooting scene where the guy's holding a carton of milk oh. like this. He's like, oh, fuck. And then he shoots. You don't see the bullet hit the guy. You just see milk pouring out. And he's like, oh, nice. Yeah. Just falls over. It's great. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's great. Oh, that's I fucking great. love that movie. But anyway, um, he shoots him. And then Farina gets back up and puts a bullet in right here in uh, Jimmy Khan's shoulder. But he's wearing a... Like a, a vest. I almost said life preserver. <laughs> he's wearing a bulletproof vest. This guy thinks he's going to drown. He's wearing a life preserver. <laughs> yeah. And then he shoots Dennis Farina a few times off screen. And then Dennis yes. Farina falls over in slow motion. And Jimmy Khan walks away to the most off-putting music for this scene. Yes. This should I don't know. I don't know how what they should have played here, but this just felt weird. Maybe. It's loud rock music. Yeah, maybe nothing would be fit. Like yeah, or fade out. As soon as he shoots Farina, yeah. just fade out into like a piano. You know, or even just not even fade. It's a hard cut to credits. Like, yeah, I don't think you even need to fade. The music should fade, not the not the shot. Yeah, it's very, I just, very odd. It just keeps playing very loudly. Sorry, I'll play it in its entirety it's here. It's almost, it's almost like that um, Moby song that he had in Heat when Al Pacino gets in the helicopter and chases after uh, De Niro. And it's like super loud. And oh, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. I didn't realize that was Moby. Holy shit. Yeah, it was Moby. It was um, one of his songs. It's in a few movies. Yeah, it's very Floyd. Yeah, it, it sounds exactly like it. Does it not feel like you're watching Halloween and this is Haddonfield? A little bit. <laughs> it's just, I, I just, that's why I said I love the music, but there are moments where it just doesn't quite fit with the scene you're watching. It's, it's, it's just almost overpowering. So I can, I can see Michael Mann rewatching it and being like, oh, I wish we did something different there. Right, and, and having, yeah. you know, looking back on it and being like, I should. But and, then he did that in other movies, though. It's not like this isn't. But he probably uh, learned it. Yeah, I mean, how to does this how to how to control not you know if it's a control but how to be like hey can we not do like yeah. super aggressive here maybe we can do the, like softer or, or just the synth because Manhunter right. it's mostly just synth going through it right and Manhunter I feel like has far better music than this because it fits the style more of that movie which is just a slower like that m- music in that movie is almost like and just slowly grinds throughout the movie. Right. This is, it does that, but then it, and I'm like, oh, God. Right. So I, I yeah, kind of, I can kind of agree with him that. I, I just, I like the music. Yeah. But overall, what, what's your feelings on the film? Did you enjoy it? And I really enjoyed it, yeah. I, I, yeah. That's why I said I, I want to rewatch it because I, I, I'm so pissed I had to watch it on my phone because I. Do you, do you think this will be a buy? Like you go to the, that store yeah, yeah. in Arizona and Zia. buy it on Blu-ray? Yeah. Zeal. I need to go back to that store. Zia is great. I want to go back and just blow 500 bucks and buy a bunch it's of stuff so, in there. so easy, man. They got everything in there. They got toys. I, I leave with movies. stacks of, of yeah. Blu-rays. Because you'll buy, I go to the, the, they have a, you know, under under ten, under $5 section of Blu-rays. And I'm just like, I, I think next time I have, to bring a, I have to bring a bigger suitcase. 
so yeah. I can not leave stuff at your house. I feel so bad because I still <laughs> have it hey, right here. Like, oh, that's fine. I, I feel bad. He's like, oh, I shouldn't do that. Like, I don't want him to make him like have a chore to do. No, no, it's email that shit back to me. It, it, I don't mind doing it, but I am like, and I'm like, I see it, and I'm like, God damn it, I keep forgetting. It's just, and I don't have time to go there most of the time. So no, that's fine. It's not like it's like an important. It's six dollars for a big ass board game and another board game that I could probably flip for fifty bucks. Wizard's yeah. Quest. <laughs> that's like a twenty-five dollar game. No, they're both cool. As, cool as hell looking, but I'll, I'll send yeah, them out. I, I, yeah, I gotta go back out there and I gotta go back to that comic book store, that thrift store, that toy store, and the, the video store. It's a good city for that sort of stuff. Yeah, I like I like Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Who, who ah, oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, my office Maybe. is mostly packed now. Um, yeah. See, look, all there's not much in here anymore. Packed with nowhere do, to go. I do. I'm oh, sorry, I can't show, but I do have your stuff sitting right there because I'm gonna before we move, I'm gonna go send it out. Oh, sorry, you still moving or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, so you got the the loan went through. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, last time I heard it didn't. You weren't moving. Yeah, no, no, we're we're good there. It's uh, oh, good. Okay, it's great. Yeah. fucking stressful, man. That's why I haven't. Bad, I just yeah. have not either had time or the energy to do much. Yeah. This yeah, week is fun. like the the closing week, so all the that's why I'm like I didn't. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot to watch Thief, and I was pissed yeah, no, yesterday. Yeah, sign a bunch of papers. And yeah, it's nonstop. They're like. Oh, yeah, my, my, right. my dad's going through that right now. You got 16 emails you got to go through and no. sign it all and review it and sign up for this and that and this and that. And it's like, and they're like, we need that by the, uh, by, you know, as soon as possible. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. And you're like, fucking calm down. Like, this wasn't this yeah. fast back in the day. Why is it suddenly now it's a, yeah, right. like, it has to be re- returned that fast? Give me the money. <laughs> yeah. Give me the money. The money's not the problem. Like, if they just wanted the money, I'd be like, here. Shut up and go away. Let me in. Give me the keys. Yeah. Give me the keys, goddammit. But no, it's it's like you have to sign up for the insurance. Now and you're like, oh Jesus Christ, okay. Oh, by the way. You gave me twenty two minutes to sign up for it. So so this new house is gonna have a way more uh, a simple bathtub that I could use. Uh, to, to, to figure out I don't I don't know. Fucking, uh, <laughs> The, the fucking uh, Hellraiser puzzle box that was your shower. <laughs> it, it, turn it does require a blood sacrifice to was, turn on. Like, holy shit, what is this? I was funny. about ready to get one of those little, like, let Lego buckets and just fill it with water and dump it on me and soak up and dump another load of water on me. The best part is I have no idea what you're talking about because I've never shower. used that shower before. It's our guest shower. I don't know. Yeah, there's like a knob. You got, you, you, yeah, you have to pull the bottom. And even your, your wife was like, oh, you know what? I think it's like this, and then she showed me like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. And I was like, okay, it works. That's what you do. The one in I our bathroom. Never seen a bathtub like the one in our bathroom. Like you just that. go turn on the water, and you pull the little thing to make right, it come yeah. out of this, and that's it. I have right, no yeah. idea. Yeah, the, yeah This bathroom like is literally bathroom. right here. I have no idea what's going on in there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was so confused for like the first hour, and everybody was asleep. I was like, oh fuck, what am I gonna do? It's like so being. Dirty. I hate going to hotel rooms simply because of the showers. Yeah. Where I'm like, I do I call I'm naked. Do I call someone now? Show up. What's I need my shower? He's like, All right, here you go, boss. Uh, <laughs> we need to take care of that. Mm, n- n- Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> well, you're already halfway there's through, a, might as well. There's a, there's a $20 tip in it for you. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, no, I I really did enjoy the movie. I need to watch it again. I need yeah. to watch Jericho Mile. 
Uh, yes, I, yeah, I do too. It, which came out before this, but it was a TV movie. The right. Keep, um, yeah. L.A. Takedown, and yeah. The Insider again. I gave The Insider right. an 8 because I really did enjoy it. I just haven't seen it since it came out. No, yeah, I love Insider. Insider's yeah. my fact. I watched that movie like 10 times. So I, I love it. I love yeah, it. yeah. I remember you telling me that, and I was like, I remember going like, that was really good, and then not watching it again. And then right. you were telling me it was like, you're like, oh, so great. And I'm like, I don't remember it being like amazing. No, no, but I'm sure, good. like, as an adult now, I, I rewatch it. Because yeah. I will admit, my brain kind of combines two Kurt Russell movies from a year apart, which yes. was this and Proof of Life. Oh. And Proof of Life sucks. The Taylor you, Hackford oh, classic. Oh, Rus- Russell Crowe, you said, uh, you said uh, Kurt Russell. Oh, sorry, Russell Crowe. Sorry, no, no. Got my wrong Russell. Please, Kurt Russell. <laughs> Kurt Russell is untouched. Kurt Russell can do no wrong. Him. He can do no wrong. He can. He needs to do. He needs to do one more Escape from New York movie. No, I don't think. I think he looked at Harrison Ford. He's like, not for me. I no. I think you do. You could pull it off. Harrison Ford was his vanity, and they fucked up. Because the movie wasn't that bad. It just wasn't terrible. It just wasn't good. Because they had just was James like, Mangold no. make it. They didn't have Spielberg make it because he wasn't feeling saccharine about his youth. No. You know what I mean? Like James Magold. They kill, they, kill, they kill Shia LaBeouf off screen in Vietnam, which is so bizarre. Do they really? <laughs> yeah. It's That's very, fucking like, incredible. I want to oh watch god. that now. They killed oh, Mutt? It's fucking, it's fucking dark. I was I, like, oh my god. I hope uh, Harrison Ford has a line where he goes, they put the nan, they put the Mutt down in Viet, <laughs> the Viet Cong put the Mutt down. No, nah, basically like it was, um, <clears throat> I go back in time and stop my son from going to war. Saving his life. That is incredible. Like, Jesus Christ. I mean, I didn't... Like, I, the character was, wasn't was that great, but you don't fucking murder him off screen. I mean, Jesus. In the great history of killing characters off screen. Oh, my God. Independence Day Resurgence. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's another one. Jesus Christ. What a terrible movie. Oh, I love when characters get killed off screen. He's been dead for 20 years because of cancer. Really, we couldn't come to a conclusion on his contract, so we Fucking killed him. Robert Loge is in the movie, and he's dead. He died before the movie came out, and he's alive in the movie. Roseanne was sick. killed off screen on her show, Roseanne. Yes, yes, that was That's got to be the ultimate middle finger. <laughs> like, she's the reason you guys are working. They killed off the titular character, and they went, no, no, we're going to take your last name, which isn't really yours, so oh, here's the Connors. Enjoy. Jesus. <laughs> 